Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Horny Creek. My name is Mark. With me is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It's October 28th, 1998. It is. Yep. Fall leaves and okay. chill air and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We love it. <laughs> and slowly but surely your birthdays. Yeah, pretty soon, huh? I don't know. Speak closer to the microphone. We can try that for my birthday. You can adjust. If you want to sit back like that, you can. You just need to adjust the microphone there, kid. I know. We moved from space to space because of, of things and uh, yeah. stuff going on. Carol's all discombobulated now. I'm not discombobulated. The microphone is discombobulated. Yeah, you think so? Okay. Anyway, I don't know. What do you want to do for my birthday? I don't know. Karaoke? Sure. Okay. Let's do that. Why don't we talk about Dawson's Creek? <laughs> okay. So this is the episode called Tamara's Return, right? Yes, it's it's titled like a horror movie. <laughs> the Return of Tamara's Tamara. Return. Yeah. So episode starts out with Dawson and Joey making out, as most episodes do now. And yeah. it's the first time I can recall an episode starting without them in his bedroom. Yeah, they're not in his bedroom because she's not alive. Instead, they're in that other set that they have. Right. So it's like where they were filming that Swamp Monster movie. Yeah, where Pacey fucked Tamara. Yeah. I assume maybe that's like a callback. Maybe that's why they did it. Yeah, that makes sense. And Dawson, you know, made out with Jen there, too. It's kind of like his uh, go-to spot. That's true, he did. Yeah, it's a sex spot. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's creepy. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. He didn't do that on purpose, did he? No. Okay. So. Actually, no, he did. He was trying to, he was, remember, he was, he wanted to see what he did. Like, he wanted to break it down. Like, it was a fucking sports film or something oh, like yeah. that. So he could do better Ugh. next time. What a creep. So he's not doing much better this time. <laughs> I mean, he's not filming it, but. No. Yeah, he is striking out hardcore. Yeah. Joey's like, I don't like it. There's bugs. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. It's I don't. I'm cold. Yeah. She was not happy. No. It is fall. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it is cold. So, yeah, they need to find somewhere indoors. Like, are they not allowed in her bedroom either? I guess not. Well, they mentioned that her there are too many people living in, in her house. She's not allowed in Dawson's house. I guess they don't have a car. Well, yeah, they're only 15 still. They can't fuck in the lake, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, think they're, mermaids, I don't think they're trying like, to fuck. Like Tom Hanks and uh, Daryl Hannah. Right, right. Slash. <laughs> Isn't that essentially just The Little Mermaid? No. I don't, know. I don't remember that, that well. Well, I mean, I nobody's she, a princess. She gets legs and comes onto land, and I don't think she talks. Well, I mean, I guess in that way. Pretty sure, sure she's mute. Similar. Sure. She names herself Madison. Madison, I have a number about that movie. Okay. <laughs> and how it launched Tom Hanks' career. I thought Big did. No, I would say Splash launched his career. Uh, I mean, like, his career is already going okay. He was on Bosom Buddies. Don't know that show. Yeah, or he dressed up as a woman mm. with Peter Scolari. I feel like you've told me about it. Probably. Anyway. Donna Dixon was in it. Okay. Anyway, Dawson yeah. and Joey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're not, you know, they're not happy. Um, <laughs> and that kind of continues throughout the episode. Yeah. The discord. Joey is all into art. Now, was she previously into art at all? Like- previously on Dawson's Creek. <laughs> 
I love art. <laughs> yes, apparently she was. I mean, I feel like it came out of nowhere, kind of. No, I feel like it came out of nowhere, too. It's like, I don't really remember her ever mentioning art or having an interest in art, but now she does. Yeah. Now it's her whole life. They went to some art seminar, which is a weird choice for somebody who's not already an artist, I think. Yeah. She's auditing a class or something. Well, no, the seminar is being given by a professor. Right. Who then invites her to audit her class. Which we're supposed to know this professor? I, I don't know. Mm. It's it like it's presented as if we recognize her. And I don't remember any episode of her being in it. So No. I don't know. I mean, I feel like sometimes shows are allowed to act like books and, you know, put us in the middle of the action without a bunch of explanation. In media race? Correct. Okay. So, I don't know. But, um... I don't know. She gets very upset because she doesn't feel like Dawson's taking her seriously. Well, Dawson doesn't like abstract expressionism. Right. Yeah, he's like making fun of paintings, which, you know, not the smartest thing to do, I guess. It's not for everyone, yeah. abstract expressionism. I like I like it, like Jackson Pollock and stuff. Jackson. Uh, I guess that's abstract expressionism. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about art. <laughs> I believe so. I mean, it's a bunch of paint splotches on a canvas. It's yeah. pretty abstract. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know an abstract expressionist. There you go. <laughs> they mention whatever his name is. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Charlie Parker or whatever it is. Sure. The musician. Um, but they're like, oh, he's my favorite abstract expressionist. Yeah. How do you like so many that you have a favorite? It's kind of weird. I so I guess they they choose abstract expressionism because it's probably the height of pretentious <laughs> like art stuff because it's one of those things where it's like it's highly open to interpretation. Sure, no offense out there to any abstract uh, artists. No, I mean I like I don't care. I'm t- I'm saying I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's the one where it's like so if somebody draws what so if somebody draws a still life. Or something like that. It's easy to judge what that looks like. Sure. Like, that either looks good, looks bad. It's like, like the picture that uh, that Joey draws later looks terrible. It, it, what? Are you I, talking about the bowl of fruit or am I forgetting something? No. no. Oh, of Dawson? Yes. Okay. I'm talking about the picture of Dawson looks bad. I don't think it was that bad. I think it looked like a five-year-old drew Wow. But anyway. It's better than I could have done. So it's better than I could have done, too. I'm a terrible artist, but I'm just, but it doesn't look good. Anyway, I've had pictures, I've had people draw pictures of me before, uh, you know, fellow students, things like that and everything, and they, those pictures were way better than what she drew. Okay. So anyway, um, but you can, that's easy to judge. Line, form. You need to know more about art to judge abstract expressionism, and even then, it's there are lots of blanks you can fill in. It's the difference between watching a Steven Spielberg movie, which is you know what Dawson likes, right. and watching a David Lynch movie, where it's like he's did that uh, the the highway one. I hate that movie. <laughs> but like, uh, oh, they're after us. Um, <laughs> It's the different. It's the difference between those two things. Where it's like the David Lynch movie. There's a lot of interpretation that can be done. There. It's not. It's not um, readily apparent what the meaning is. Mm-hmm. There's ways you can interpret things. Sure. So that's the difference. I guess I better shut the window since the police are uh, oh, no, it's acting fine. up out there. No? Just let them. Let them go. All right. Let them kill whoever they're going to kill. 
<laughs> we'll hear the screams and then we'll just keep going. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So Joey is sitting there trying to draw a bowl of fruit. Yeah. And we never of the see class. It. And Dawson like looks over her shoulder or whatever and like he sa- he's trying to be supportive and he says, you know, he thinks that her new hobby is great and she's like hobby. So, you know, I'm supposed to think that, you know, everything that you do with movies is like your sole purpose in life and your life's passion and mm-hmm. my thing's just a hobby. Like, what the fuck? First of all, he's been doing this since he was like, I don't know, what, two since he could hold a camera? Right. So it is his life's passion. You, you just th- started this. I love that you think a two-year-old could hold a camera. You know what I mean. Just saying, she's not being fair. No, I agree. But apparently it's not all about her art anyway. Right. But she goes, she audits the class and starts drawing and everything. And the teacher's like, oh, you're really good. The teacher gives her the kind of encouragement that every creative person ever wishes they got. Right. This is like wish fulfillment for the writers of this episode. <laughs> I wish my teacher said I was a really good writer. I would, would have been easier for me. Um, but yeah, so she's like, you should really pursue this. This should be your thing now. Yeah, well, she finds out that uh, Joey's mom apparently was an artist. Yeah. Which Another is, thing that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So that's, you know, kind of why Joey is so into this, too. She's trying to maybe connect with her mom or whatever. Her so. dad was an artist of sorts, too. A dealing artist. Sure. You think cooking meth is, you know, an art? Sure. Yeah, there sure. you go. <laughs> um, so I'm The trying. culinary arts. Right. Cooking. So when Joey's going to this art thing, Mm -hmm. um, she invites Jack to go with her because her sister, yeah, yeah, her sister encourages her to bring him. And I'm really not sure why. Like, I thought he was there to work. He's like fucking around with his apron and she's like, oh, take Jack with you. I think she just wound him out of there. Maybe. (laughs) They talk a lot about how Jack isn't good at his job and drops things and everything. Stuff that might have been more interesting to see than just everyone have tell us about this. Right. Agreed. Because this is a propensity that comes out of nowhere. There's again. a lot of out of nowhere shit in this episode. Yeah, I feel like we missed an episode, but we didn't. Yeah. Um. But so she brings him, and he's all like, "Oh yeah, I love this uh, artist." And he connects to the art in a way that Dawson doesn't. Yeah. And now is a is a uh, sexual threat to Dawson, although Dawson doesn't. Do you really think like she's lusting after him now just because he can talk art? I think that's what they're setting up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's, like, emotional infidelity beginning to occur or something. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. He's just goofy. He is goofy. Um, I wouldn't choose him, but I'm not Catherine Holmes. Right. So then we have... Or Josephine Potter. Right. So then we have um, Pacey. Okay. What, are we not done with Joey and Dawson? I don't know, are we? I don't know, are we? I mean, the, the, sh- the show is not done with their storyline yet. All right, let's continue with their storyline. Okay. Where is it going? <laughs> <laughs> you have no clue. He talks to his dad about what's going on with Joey and how she's being mean to him and they get into fights and everything this episode. And he says, it's your transition episode, Dawson. Now, he says, um, well, so what you need to do is find out what it's really about. So John Wesley Ship, and I'm talking here. (laughs) John Wesley Ship says, it's never, it's never what 
what it's really about or whatever. He's like, it's never the thing they say it's about. There's always something underneath. You have to figure out what that something underneath is. That seems kind of sexist. Just saying. Because, you know, not all girls talk in riddles. True, but this is coming from the man whose wife cheated on him with her co-worker and now wants to be in an open relationship that we're not talking about. She doesn't want to. He wants to. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. okay. I'm describing the guy. Yeah, that he doesn't so have... Yeah, if his, if his ideas of women are a little fucked up, I think right. it's understandable. True. Yeah, maybe not the best dude to go to for advice. So, I know they made up. <laughs> I like feel you, like I so, must have been like falling asleep. You, like, I remember the other stuff way better. <laughs> you you are so eager to talk, but you don't know what to say because you don't remember anything that happened. Kind of. <laughs> so, they have a conversation, and... Dawson's like, you know, I'll do whatever you want. Uh, You know, apologize. Like, he's basically bending over backwards. And she's like, the problem is, is that we are always the same. We're always, we, we haven't changed. And like, my whole life has been about you. And now I have this thing that is new to me. This, she goes, somebody told me it was the dude. Mm-hmm. Whatever, the the guy at the bar. Yeah. What the fuck's his the name? The Ice House or whatever. I don't know. Andy's brother. Right. She goes, he told me, uh, well, he doesn't say who it was, but she says, somebody told me Jack. to paint something that you love, something that means something mm-hmm. to you. And this is the only thing I could think of to paint, and it was a terrible picture of Ross. <laughs> I really don't think it was that bad. The top of his head looked like a mutant. But yeah, I think it's a little messed up that she's like, you're the only thing I care about, and so that's why I need to focus on other stuff. Like, I get that, sure, but... She's afraid. She's like, if I... When they were friends, it wasn't as scary. And because their friendship was solidified and and rock solid, now they're in a romantic relationship that ends one of two ways. They either get married or they break up. Right. It's the... The dichotomy or the whatever the bipolar nature of a relationship is scarier than a friendship sure friendship can ebb and flow and and you can still come back to each other but with a relationship it's scarier so she says if i ever lost you i'd have nothing my entire world would be gone and that frightens her and so she wants something else to cling to and she's like, part of me wants to, you know, run to you and hold on to you as tightly as possible. And part of me wants to run away from you and basically figure out who I am before we be, we start a relationship. And Dawson's like, uh, you know, can, can you figure out which way you're going to go? And she's like, can't we just leave this one thing unresolved? Yeah, and he looks not happy about this. Who would want to leave that unresolved? That's an awful thing to leave hanging. Like, she is being so unfair to him. Oh, I agree. And that's how we resolve this with them right now, right? It's just well, completely left open. It's and not resolved, but that's, exactly. that's where it stands, yes. Oh. By the end of the episode, that's where we're at. So, yeah, I agree. It really seems like it's setting up for maybe Jack to get in there. It's <laughs> <laughs> crude, but okay. Well, I don't mean to fuck her. I just mean, like, oh. you know, get in 
between them and their relationship in their way. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So then we also have the Jen- stuff that you, the stuff that you remember yes. really well. You said yes, Jen and uh, the slutty girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck? I can't remember her name. But Wendy. No, it's not Wendy. Oh, what the fuck is it though? Anyway, we all know who the slutty friend is. Um, I don't remember her name. I keep wanting to say Val, but it's not Val. I'm no, thinking of now to know she's no, slutty not, too. Not Valerie from that. <laughs> similar characters. Yeah, um, similar ish. Sure. Anyway, um, she and this girl are talking, and and Jen's like, I just want to spend the weekend in bed and be sad and depressed about Dawson. And she's like, uh, Jen, you need to fucking move on. It's been forever, mm-hmm. which is true. Like, how long has it been? It feels like it's been like months probably yeah something like that i mean at least a full month and this is high school so get over it and they, they weren't even together they didn't even have sex like it wasn't that serious no i mean like their relationship was serious ish but it wasn't a very long-lived relationship and they didn't have sex did they even say they loved each other um I'm not sure i don't remember i don't think they did Abby. Her name is Abby Morgan. Yeah, that's right. It's funny. I can't remember her name at all, and then I can remember her full name. Um, Portrayed by Monica. <laughs> um, so they decided to go hit the docks, which I guess that's a thing to do when you live in Cape Side, Massachusetts. Why do they live? Why do they? Why do they visit the docks? To look for hot fishermen. No. No. To have lunch, because that's what they were doing when they saw the hot fishermen. Wait, what? No, they were just at a restaurant. They weren't hitting the docks. They were at a restaurant. Yeah, on the dock. They weren't. Uh, no one said. No. <laughs> yeah, a big title card that came up said exterior, <laughs> the docks. <laughs> it was a restaurant. Okay, so they went. So their original plan was to go out for lunch. I. They. What plan? I, they, they were, were hanging out. They were supposed to be hanging out. And I thought they were hanging out going looking for men. No. They I were swear eating. to God, that is what Abby said. I, wow, I thought you remembered this episode. I do. Well, she, I mean, she said there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of bit better fish in the sea or something like that when they were at the school. But no, just like they were just eating. And then all of a sudden, Abby's like, don't look now. And Jen immediately looks. But there's a, a hot guy checking us out or whatever. And so they turn and look, and there's a guy eating by himself. And Abby was, like, embarrassingly forward. Yeah. Like, I would have wanted to crawl under the table and hide if yeah. I had been sitting with her. Because she's just like, hey, handsome, why don't you come over here, you know, and stuff. And it's why like, holy come shit. in between us. Right? Like, she's just, like, awful. Like, she's so, like, her face, it's just all lecherous, and Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Everything that she says is, like, dripping with, like, what a, what a barely post-pubescent girl would think is sexy. Yeah. But it's just too much. Yeah, way too much. And Jen doesn't say anything, Mm -hmm. because, you know, she's probably mortified. And (laughs) they do kind of, like, make a little bit of eyes at each other, though. And he's like, hey, I didn't catch your name, you know. And, and uh, she's like, oh, Jen. So then Abby wants to go back to the docks later. I realize they, this is a separate time, a yes, different day. Yes. But she goes looking they go for to him. look for him. Yeah. 
And they find him. And, like, Jen's even, like, there's so many boats. We're not going to find this one guy. But they do. Like, perfect comedic timing. And then Abby says even worse things. <laughs> She's like, oh, uh, why don't we go to this watering hole a couple towns over where I hear the working class guys like to hang out. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? So, you know, he's uh, rightly uh, annoyed and um, offended. offended by what she's saying and tells her, you know, to get lost. Yeah. So then he's uh, talking to Jen. Like, mm-hmm. Abby huffs off and, and he's like, hey, come here. And he's like, I'll go out with you anytime, like, right. with her. It's so funny because he says, I don't want to be like a fucking boy toy for some you know, 16-year-old teeny bopper right. or whatever, like, thing. But then to Jenny's like, oh, but I'll... But, but me, a 30-year-old man, will definitely fuck this teenager. Right, he's, like, way too <laughs> old, right? It's like, why is he coming on to her? Like, I don't like this guy at all. Right. But, I mean, like, seriously, he is. He's, like, 30. It, it's yes. gross. Um, I don't know. Jen looks older, maybe, a little bit. Older than Abby? I I guess. But still obviously not an adult. It's the reverse of Tamara, and it's just as creepy. Yeah. Or more so. Well, yeah. Most people would think more. I don't know why, but it is. Yeah. So, anyways, Jen's like, you know, I think she kind of told him no, right? Like, She was like, yeah, I mean, basically she said, oh, you know, whatever, and then she walked away. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they made a date or she gave him her number or anything. No, no. Abby just walked up and she's like, come on, let's go. And then she's pissed at Jen because he was hitting on her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, oh, you were stealing my man, basically. Like, he was not her man. Shopping. That's what they were. That's where they were going. Shopping. Yeah, they were going. Abby got her monthly allowance and she wanted to go shopping. Yeah, okay, that's right. She needed a partner in crime for shopping. And yet they ended up at a dock restaurant. But again, yeah. it they're on the water. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so Abby's all pissed off because she's like, there was one guy that I wanted. First of all, this episode started with her saying you need to to date somebody right. else. You need to get over Dawson. And But the first guy, that the first cute guy that they see, Abby calls dibs on him. Yeah. And she's like, you knew I liked him and blah, 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 whatever. And she's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. It's It's ridiculous. So they get into a fight. Like, a serious fight. And Abby's, like, just doesn't even want to talk to her. And she's being really mean. Yeah, and Jen's just like, I just want to be your friend, you know, like. She's like, I don't care about this guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's up with Abby. Like, is she PMSing or what? Because, I, I mean, this doesn't, it seems, like, mentally unstable, the way she's behaving. Maybe she is mentally unstable. Yeah, who knows. She's making up things in Breakfast Club or whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, so poor Jen. Like, she, she had Dawson, and she's talking about at the beginning of this, too, how she feels sad because she used to be on the inside of the Dawson, Joey, Pacey click. And Tri- now... Trioka, she says. Tri- trifecta? Trioka. What the hell's a trioka? It's a, it's a three... It's a trio, essentially. Okay. And now she has to be on the outside looking in. So mm-hmm. she's already feeling lonely in that way. And she only has this one female friend. And she didn't even do anything. And now Abby's like, fuck you, Jen. So yeah. she's like completely alone. Yeah, it's got to be awful. It sucks. I feel bad for Jen. Do you think we're going to see this fisherman again? Or do you think that this was just a, uh, a, a, cat, a catalyst to cause friction between Abby and Jen? I don't know. I think we may see him again. 
This fisher man, <laughs> as, you, as you said. I would like. I would like it if we saw him again. I think that uh, Jen should Jen should date him because it would just be fun. What? What? You think? Okay, that if she, she should date the pederast. <laughs> if this was a real life situation, of course not. But you know, as far as the show goes, I think that would be a fun story arc. Okay. I mean, I guess we don't have enough uh, pedophilia in the show or whatever you want to call it. Right. And uh, speaking of that, Pacey. Pacey. Starts, so, starts dating a six-year-old. Ew. So Dawson and his dad are walking through town, and Dawson sees Tamara. Mm-hmm. And she comes up and says, hi. Like, she should know her place. You know, you need to skulk in the shadows. She was like this lecherous town whore who's been ostracized. and But she wasn't ostracized. She was vindicated. As far as the town is considered, as far as the town considered. Concerned, yeah. She didn't do anything. Because Pacey said that he made it up. But because of the scandal and people talking and everything, even though the school board was satisfied that it was just a lie told by Pacey. She left, you know, to go to another town because this is not something you'd want to be around. Well, and, you know, probably uh, the only way she was really going to end it with him. Yeah. To leave. And apparently she owned commercial real estate. Yeah, this is another thing that comes out of fucking nowhere. So, yeah, she's back in town to tie up loose ends, which includes selling property. Yeah, she really heavily invested in this town. Yeah, she owned a beach house, she owned a warehouse, or whatever the fuck that was. I think she was selling drugs on the side. <laughs> Something. Because how did a teacher earn enough to get all that? Yeah. She well, was you know, slowly taking over the town. Maybe she uh, she had a husband before and like got a bunch of money in the divorce or something. Who knows? Yeah, because he dated, what, a middle schooler? <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, so Dawson's trying to tell Pacey that he saw her. He's trying to warn him, but failing because he's too busy. He doesn't want to be late to class, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Dawson should have shouted it. <laughs> don't you think he should have tried harder? Wrote him a note. Yeah, exactly. And airplaned it to him. I don't know. <laughs> there should have been a way. It wouldn't have taken that long to be like, tomorrow's back. Right. Look at the title of the episode. <laughs> But um, instead, Pacey uh, is completely floored when he and Andy go out after school. He asks Andy if she wants to hang out after school. Which and Andy's like, really? You want to hang out? <laughs> yeah, and like they're just—they haven't even started really to hang out. They're just walking somewhere, and then he sees Tamara, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, I gotta go. Sorry, bye." He's completely mute. Yeah. Yeah, she walks up and says, hi, aren't you going to introduce me to your friend? And introduces herself. And yeah, he doesn't say shit. Mm -hmm. Because he's just so floored. I mean, you can't blame him, really. It's like seeing a ghost. I guess, yeah. But I felt so bad for Andy in this situation. Andy and and Pacey connected over the film Dumbo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the tape fell out of her backpack at school. That would be embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But he's like, oh, I love Dumbo, too. Yeah. It's weird. It's barely a movie. Right? 63 minutes long or something like that. But um, Andy is perplexed by this whole situation. And instead of, you know, going to talk to, I don't know, anybody that makes sense, she goes to Dawson's house. Yeah. And she just, like, didn't she just walk in? Well, she knocks. Okay. But it's weird. Yeah. 
And like, how does she know? Like, is this town just so small? You just know everybody's home. I guess. But yeah, so she's like, hey, uh, has Pacey said anything about liking anybody? He's like, Dawson's anybody a- like you? No, Dawson's more of an idiot. Oh. Than that. He doesn't even say that. He's like, no, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, well, who, who, That must have been you. <laughs> who were you? Who'd you mean? And she's like, well, I don't know. Maybe me, maybe. And he's right. like, oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but, wait, but that doesn't mean he doesn't like you. <laughs> he just hasn't said anything. Starts backtracking. Right. It's well, very on brand for Dawson, though. He is clueless. Yeah. So she's like, please don't tell him I like him. Because mm-hmm. then he asks her, well, do you like him? Yeah. And she admits it. But don't tell him. Which he immediately does. Well, of course. Like, there's no way that a guy's not going to tell his friend. Yeah, it's just, it's, he's so... Pacey comes to talk to him about tomorrow, and he's like, I don't know, why don't you date somebody else your, your own age? There are women in this town your own age that like you or whatever. And, and he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, maybe the one that came over to my house and said she likes you. <laughs> yeah, so he tells her, or tells him. And then Pacey... First goes to Tamara. Yeah. He goes to her house. Yeah. And approaches her on the beach. And he's like, is it supposed to be this awkward? Yeah. She's like, yup. And then they start talking about Harold Pinter. I wasn't familiar with Harold Pinter. Were you? Yeah. I've I've seen a couple of his plays. Okay. Like, can you name one? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just just curious if I might recognize the name of a play. No? Okay. Um... But yeah, it's basically they're talking about like how there's subtext or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just so obvious it's like his first breakup and it's sad. But um did they kiss at all at this point? No. No. They did not kiss at all. So they just say goodbye. Yeah. At and at some point in the episode, I don't remember if it was before or after this, Tamara is showing Dawson's dad. The property that she owns. Because he's going to buy it. But we don't know why. Like, he doesn't even say what he wants it for. I don't even remember what he does. I don't know if he does anything. I don't think he has a job. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe Dawson's mom just is the only one working because he's always home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out what's happening with that. But, like, last episode, too, he'd called a divorce lawyer. Yeah. So, like, he's calling the divorce lawyer, he's buying property, he's, like, all over the place, not talking to his wife about any of this shit. He's screwing other women, or wants to, or whatever. Yeah. He's open marriaging it. It's no good. Guys all over the place. Things are happening. There there are too many storylines going on with Dawson's parents for people that are barely in this show. Right. We don't have enough time to deal with all the shit that's going on. I thought he was going to fuck tomorrow. I did, too. They seemed a little too familiar. Very flirty. Yeah, well, and, like, just the, the stuff they were talking about, like, scandals. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I hear you're having trouble in your marriage. Oh, I, uh, you know, you had scandals, you know, as far as wasn't it a student, you know? And I heard a student's cock was inside you. What about that? <laughs> and it's like, what? Like, if they're supposed to be basically strangers, like, why are you even saying any of yeah, this to each it's other? It's weird. The yeah. whole thing's weird. But after that, then Pacey shows up. Mm-hmm. And so, again... It's like she's leaving him alone, but he's he's all up in her business. Right. And they say goodbye to each other again. Yep. And then they maul each other. Uh, yeah, they do make out and stuff like that, but then they stop. So they, they talk about the subtext and everything, and uh, they're talking about how they miss, like, she misses teaching him. 
mm-hmm. he misses her teaching and, and all that stuff and everything. And then, yeah, they, they make out and everything. But then it stops, and she's like, you know, it can't be this or whatever. And she leaves. And then he goes to Andy. Mm-hmm. And says, well, you like me or whatever. Like, he's, you know, he plays the cocky guy. Right. He's all smiles. So, yeah, they'll probably start dating, it seems like. And then Tamara walks out of the thing or whatever from across the street, and she goes, don't you know that woman? Which is a we- really weird thing. It's basically to set up this line. Yeah, yeah. Because, of course. like, she was just introduced to her yesterday. <laughs> it's like, of course she knows who it is. Don't you know that woman? And he's like, not anymore. Yeah. So Pacey's closed the uh, book on Tamara. Yep. I mean, I guess it's nice like, that he got some closure. So you didn't really yeah. have the closure that from before. So. Yeah, that's nice. But now we got to wonder what's happening with the property she's selling Dawson's dad. Yeah, and I guess Dawson's dad's going to buy it and turn it into a swingers club. <laughs> it would have honestly made me kind of happy if his dad had slept with her. Yeah. Because he deserves to get sex. Like, his wife, you know, got sex. He should get sex. Okay. Don't you think? Sure. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're getting back together. So. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on with them. I mean, not like I want his dad to be with Tamara, really. No. I want her to go away. Okay. Well, she did. Hopefully. We'll see if she... Oh, you think she's coming back? I don't know. I mean, I didn't think she was coming back this time, but she did. She's been in two more episodes now. She's going to turn up more than gonorrhea. (laughs) Right. But, yeah, that is the episode for the week. It is. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AWOL.com. Yep. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yep. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.